Hello, this is a Trevor Jackson podcast sponsored by Anchor app. Thank you to everybody who subscribed to the channel, who continuously support the channel. Hey, I just wanted to get on here and talk my talk before I go outside. You know, it's a sunny day. It's a beautiful day today. And enjoy yourselves. Let's get on into it, though, man. Let's get on into it. Hey man, y'all see the name of the podcast It's called The Psychological Effect The Psychological Effect That is when things Have happened to you And experiences that you have experienced and they carry on with you throughout your life. And the reason I'm speaking on this is because I've been seeing this happening to a lot of children and I I don't know how it's going to affect them. And I can speak on my experience, like an experience that I had. It's a reason why I don't go to clubs. It's a reason why uh, I don't really have interest in going to concerts and my reason is because the first time I went to a concert, uh, it was a shootout inside the uh, concert, inside the Coliseum where these artists was performing at. It was uh, Master P, MCA, 8-Ball, MJG, and Top Authority at the Thompson Bowling Arena. And I was like 14 at the time. And it was a shootout inside the arena when they was performing. And uh, ever since that happened, I have no interest in being in clubs. I done been to clubs and and uh, shows before, but it's just I have no interest in it. And I think the psychological effect of that happening during that time at an early age is the reason why I don't have no interest in that stuff no more. I never have had because that experience did something to me. But. As a child, what are some of the experiences that you have experienced that has lived with you throughout your life that makes you not interested in? Like, it's, it's, I know this is a touchy subject, but it's females have been raped before, before they even had sex and they're not interested in sex because that traumatizing experience lives with them. What's another one? Like failure, people don't like failure. It doesn't feel good or they don't like uh, things that don't make them feel good. So they stay away from those areas in life. And if you experience something bad early on in life, the psychological effect could live with you throughout your life. Hmm. And what's, what, why I'm talking about this is because like the incident with the baby and the children. That could have an effect on them children for the rest of their life. Because you don't know, they might have been fans of the baby. They might have looked up to the baby. And when they seen him and offered him the candy, that experience of him not buying it or purchasing it could live with them throughout their life for the rest of their life. And they don't even want to approach a celebrity no more. Let's check it out. 
got the just trying to raise some donation. Yeah, we got that's out. Um Skittles. What's going for the box? I'm uh, twenty. Honey. Yeah, 200. I mean, like, four and every day. What I'm, you charge for? Well, for $2, I mean, like, four and every day. $2, so mad, that's so hot, that's 200. I make mean, four and every day. Which, how much you want? For your box? <laughs> These niggas. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, bro. I'm going to work too. You made 400 off that? Yeah, I'm that And you sell them for $2. Yeah. And I got for 200. Let's count. Let's count. It's 34 times 2, my boy. It ain't 200. That's Okay, it, ain't, it, huh? it ain't need a hundred dollars. <laughs> Sixty-eight dollars. What about you? Uh, see, I see. Look, see. Uh, yeah, uh. You give me one, two. What? They two dollars a piece? Dollar each. Dollar each. I bet. You gotta use your head, man. You got. You trying to play? Man. I was gonna bless you anyway. You done got the two hundred. Now you got two dollars. Y'all be good, love. Look, they pissed. Look, they got me fucked up. <laughs> 200. Man, this dollar thing is crazy. Put my bankroll back in the bag. Look at that shit up. Look, they got me fucked up, nigga. Oh, I used to sell candy too, nigga. I know how this shit go. They ask all the teachers. Nigga, I was killing candy elementary school, nigga. I know how this shit go. <laughs> so, when I think about this thing, I have no ill intent towards the baby, like, you know what I mean? His intentions doesn't, doesn't seem bad. It just seemed like he was enjoying himself, having a good time. But when you're dealing with children, you have to be careful. Because you a, a parent can file a lawsuit on him for filming the children. Me and my partner, uh, the, we do the two brothers together. We was talking about it. Is it legal to film a child without the parent's consent and put it out to the world? Hmm. Because that's attention. Attention is profitability in this world we're living in today. And uh, you approached them. They didn't approach you. You opened up the van door with the camera recording them approaching them for the candy. So mm, it's just a touchy subject, man. And uh, I don't know how the psychological effect is going to have an effect on those children. But, man... Today, I'm just doing the pod dolo because we didn't have the two brothers show today. Them Jackson boys, we didn't come on last night. And uh, we're doing something special tonight, though, with the B3F boys, the B3F podcast. You'll see us on there tonight, Saturday night. Check us out. And uh, I want to do something that I normally don't do because the uh, I usually do this on the other shows. But... I'm going to do it on my independent show today. We're going to do top five point guards of all time. So this is just my perspective. My top five point guards, power forwards, I apologize. My top five power forwards of all time. Usually I, I look into championships, but at this position in basketball, I couldn't do championships. So number five would be Charles Barkley. Got to be Charles Barkley. Number four would be Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman was a beast. He won multiple championships. He won with the Bulls, with the uh, Spurs. He won with the Pistons. He was a monster. Number uh, three would be Dirk Nowinski. That one year Dirk Nowinski went off on the heat. 
It's undeniable. He, he was unstoppable. He created the shot that uh, Kevin Durant using today that a lot of individuals are using today. Dirk Nowinski, my number three. Number two, Carl Malone. And I got the jazz hat on. Carl Malone, number two. If it wasn't for Jordan in his way, he probably had multiple championships because Carl Malone, the mailman, was a monster. Number one is everybody's number one, man. It's Tim Duncan. Everybody number one. He won five ships, big fundamentals. He wasn't doing nothing but playing fundamentally sound, and he won championships. Big fundamentals. That's who it got to be. But uh, that's my top five power forwards. And an honorable mention is Kevin Garnett. And if you disagree with that top five power forwards, leave something in the comment section, man. Tell me that you capping that you left somebody out. And tell me your top five uh, power forwards of all times. Because I feel like mine dope. I feel like mine untouchable. Okay, so we're going to go on to the the little lady that won the, you know what I'm saying, the spelling bee, man. Uh, Zalea Avant. So LSU just offered her a... a a free full ride scholarship. She the first African-American to win the spelling bee. I thought I was a dope speller myself, man. I didn't make it there though, but big salute to her though. It's, but one thing about this young individual that I didn't know, I didn't know she played ball and I didn't know she was hooping the way she was hooping. And it's crazy how multi-talented individuals are. It's crazy to me because like she's, intelligent and she's athletic some people tell you some parents will tell you you got to choose one or the other and nowadays everybody know that you got to be multi-talented you got to do everything you got to keep trying and trying and trying you got to fail forward you if you fail at something you got to try something else you got to do something else and a lot of people want to be successful at whatever they're doing at the moment but you have to keep trying and trying and trying until you find what you meant to be doing on this earth you have to fail forward. You got to continue to fail until you succeed. But the young lady, she balling, man. She big baller. Whoa, Kimo Sabi. Let's check her out, man. Ain't this what they been waiting for? You ready? Uh, uh. I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this, so I had to... Grind like that, to shine like this in a matter of time I spent with some locked up in the back of the paddy wagon, cuz locked on wrist. See my dreams unfold, nightmares come true. It was time to marry the game, and I said, Yeah, I do. If you want it, you gotta see it with a clear eye view. Got shorty, you try and bless me like I said, I do. Like a sneeze, please for them to squeeze them, getting cream. Never let them get in between of what we started. Look. But I'm lying hearted, they love me when I was stuck in their head And when I departed, I go and get it go Draw like I'm an artist, we're crawling, we're straight to walking with foreigners And my garage is a foreign, but not following anything for a dollar They tell me, get him, I got it I get She destroying people on the court Like, real talk, she destroying people on the court, and Man, I want to see what's next for the young lady. She's just a sixth grader. <laughs> Man, and if you're watching the, well, watching, that's YouTube. If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, 
come join us on YouTube, man, so you can get the full effect of the podcast. Trevor Jackson, T dot V dot. Let's get it, man. But big salute to her, man, and much success and continue to be great, man. That's all I can say. But we're going on. We just got a versus battle, right? We just got a versus battle announced. And I'm intrigued in this versus battle. I, I want to see the Benny Siegel Noriega. I talked about that on the last uh, podcast. I thought that was going to be announced. But what got announced before that is the dip set and the locks. I don't know, man. This is weird because I'm a fan of both of these groups. I think both of them are multi-talented groups. The locks. I don't know if they got enough material. They got enough material individually. But as a collective, I don't know if they got enough material. Jada Kiss got hit. Styles P got his. Uh, Sheik Luch. Oh, mm, me hearing his name and saying his name. Who the weakest links? Is it Sheik Luch and uh, Jewel Santana the weakest links on both of these camps? Because hmm. Jim Jones still making great music. Out of the dip set, uh, Jada Kiss and St- well, Styles P probably making a better music now at this time. Styles P making great music. I don't know who gonna win it, but if I had to put a bet on it, I'm betting dip, 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 set, dip, set, dip, set, dip. Ow. Ah, hey, so man, I gotta put some promo out there. For the cold-blooded boys, I'm so proud of us. I'm proud of the label. You know, we run a record label, cold-blooded records. Me, Jack, and E. Ain't no CEO. We all bosses. Go stream this right now. Jack Boy. I'm on it. Rue Dexter. Chill. When I wake, I'm feeling great. Pop me an edible, then elevate. Take from the fake, this money I chase. A whole nother level, they ride my way. I never change, I'm staying this 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 way. When I wake, I'm feeling great. Get up my bros, they doing straight. The life that I live. Hey, so Jack Boy, his debut was money talking. On the 4th of July, Independence Day, he released Still Money Talking. Jack Boy with an I at the end of it. Go stream that, man. It's on all platforms. It's everywhere. It's worldwide. Go stream that. Listen to it. Run them numbers up. And uh, get cold-blooded to the next level, man. We got to get to it. We working hard. We trying to make the best music in the world. And you know what I'm saying? We just doing our thing. Cold-blooded records. I'm proud of Easy and Jack, man. But one thing I want to talk about that I'm curious about you know i'm always curious about something i usually do the just curious segment with troy on the two brothers but since we ain't having the two brothers and the jackson boys i did the top five from the jackson boys podcast and i'm gonna do the just curious segment from the two brothers of what i'm curious about this week So the USA basketball team just lost Bradley Bill and Kevin Love. Mm, that's a hard blow. That's a hard blow because when I think about uh, Kevin Love, he good at spacing the floor. He can shoot the shot. He can rebound. He can do all type of stuff. But they done lost two ball games already, the first two exhibition games, and then some of their players are still playing in the finals right now. So – the last three Olympics, 
the USA has won. 2012, 2016, no, 2008, 2012, 2016. Will this be the year that we don't get the gold? Mm. We got Kevin Durant. We done lost the. I know, and I'm going to tell y'all why they losing. And it's strange to me because uh, Greg Popovich is the coach. By Greg Popovich being the coach, I would think that the ball would be moving more because that's how the Spurs used to beat people. They used to move the ball, just keep passing the ball till people, somebody get open. But now when I look at the games, they're playing isolation ball. One man is just standing there dribbling, trying to get his shot off, and all the other people are standing to the side. That's not going to work because when you're playing these foreign teams, they just keep moving the ball. Move, 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 move. You, I pass it, you run. I pass it, you run. And that's the way you win. That's more team ball. Isolation ball is just you're a great talent and uh, shoot the ball. That's not going to win. Ball games, they don't win championships in the NBA. That don't win. And uh, what's your thought process on that? Why the USA losing in basketball? We're supposed to be the, the talent, the, the highest talent in the world. I think they're getting laxed. They're getting the max contracts. And they ain't playing. They ain't they ain't playing to their capabilities. They don't care. I wouldn't care. At the end of the day, I'm getting 200 tickets in my league just to go play in the Olympics. But talk to me, man, in the comment section about that. Mm, real spill. So we're gonna we're gonna switch it up to some some real estate stuff. We're gonna go on to some real estate stuff because you know what I'm saying. Apple was created in. Apple was created in uh, San Francisco, in California. And now they move into where I'm located at, North Carolina. And when I think about San Francisco, I think about the real estate market and I think about how high the prices have went up. The value of homes have went up in San Francisco. And will that trend do the same thing in North Carolina? Will the $200,000 homes now be worth a million? And you move, you know what I mean, to another state or another location because the price of living is too high. So they're building a $1 billion facility near Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'm just curious. I'm just curious about what's going to happen with the economy in North Carolina due to Apple building this facility there. Apple, born and bred in California, is now putting down roots on the East Coast, a billion-dollar engineering hub in North Carolina. It'll be Apple's first corporate campus on this side of the country. The state won the deal in April after trying for more than two years. It's one of the biggest corporate expansions announced since the pandemic, which has changed everything in the battle between states for business and jobs. CNBC's Scott Cohn now on Apple's new foothold in the Tar Heel State. This is a really common sound in North Carolina's research triangle region these days. The housing market is booming. Building permits in Raleigh up nearly 67% from a year ago, already in overdrive before word that Apple is coming to town. The company will invest more than a billion dollars and create at least 3,000 jobs. When Apple released the news that they were coming here, I think every realtor across the triangle braced themselves for impact. Realtor Ashley Rummage says ever since, her phone's been blowing up with texts from panicky buyers. 
our office is already getting calls from Apple employees coming into the area. The pandemic accelerated Apple's plans. The North Carolina campus is part of a $430 billion expansion, up from $350 billion announced in 2019. Sources close to the talks in North Carolina say talent and quality of life sealed the deal. They have a choice and could have gone any place in the world, but they chose North Carolina. But the state had to overcome a checkered past on mm. inclusiveness. This was the home of HB2, the so-called bathroom bill passed in 2016, targeting transgender people and striking down local anti-discrimination protections. The law sparked protests and boycotts before the last provisions expired last year. I think um, we, we learned our lesson as a state um, with that legislation. But North Carolina still lacks statewide protections. One of only five states. Mm. Okay, so them being acceptance of homosexuality and transgenders in the LGBTQ community is the re is that part of the reason why Apple is coming? I remember in Charlotte, the All Star Game was postponed for a couple of years due to homosexuals or transgenders not being able to be in the uh, bathroom with. If you're a transgender man, you should, should be able to go to the female bathroom or you're a transgender woman, you should be able to go to the male bathroom. That paused the all-star game for a while. So the acceptance of the LGBTQ community, is that the reason Apple is considering moving to North Carolina? Is North Carolina now going to be more a democratic state like California? Is democratic, are them moving and bringing the... Democratic mentality going to help North Carolina? What's going on now? What's really going on? And is the real estate market going to go straight through the ceiling? Hmm. This is an interesting situation. Hey, but we got to do some more promo. If you're listening to the podcast, you got to check us out. You got to look at us on YouTube, man. We dope, man. The Psychological Effect. But this album was released earlier this year. Easy to rebirth. Let's go. Uh, truth be told, I got a story that ain't never been told. It all started and I was five years old. Growing old, unk always told me that this world is cold. These bitches and niggas, they all gon' fold, you know. A bunch of LREs and CDCs and wannabes. You're loyal to me, I pay your lawyer fees. But niggas ain't on that shit. I bust they lip if they jump ship. Cause I ain't that type of nigga that... Hey, I'm going to put a link in the description to Easy New Video. Go run the numbers up, man, to Real. He got a song called Real. It's dope, man. It's real dope. The whole album is dope. Everything that we're doing is dope. We are probably... Nah, let me quit uh, procrastinating talking about some probably. We are. Cold-Blooded Records is the dopest black-owned independent record label in the world. No cap. At all. No cap. So... I know some of these topics might be a little dated that I'm talking about, but the psychological effect now. So Stephen A. Now we was talking on the last podcast about the firing and we was talking about uh, what's the lady name that uh, had the racist. She didn't want to lose her job because they was trying to give somebody else her job at ESPN. You know what I'm saying? ESPN being a Disney owned company and all the black people losing their jobs there. Now, Stephen A. making an apology about something that he said, and I want to listen to it. I ain't too well versed on it, but I'm just reacting to some of the visuals that I'm putting up on the screen. Let's see what Stephen A. talking about. 
For real. ESPN analyst Stephen A. Smith is apologizing for his, quote, insensitive remarks about MLB all-star Shohei Otani. Smith's apology follows controversial comments he made on his show First Take. He said Otani's emergence as an all-star wasn't good for the game of baseball. I don't think it helps that the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter so you can understand what... The Japanese pitcher currently leads the league in home runs. His success on the mound and in the batter's box has caused him to surge in popularity. Otani is the first player to ever be selected to both hit and pitch in the same all-star game. Smith then doubled down on Twitter, saying Otani would be a better spokesperson for the league if he learned to speak English. If you are a sport trying to ingratiate yourself with the American public the way Major League Baseball is because of the problems that you've been having to deal with in terms of improving the attractiveness of the sport, it helps that if you if you spoke the English language, it doesn't mean anything more than that. Smith then tweeted out a statement saying he would Okay. Okay. Going back to USA basketball loser. Going back to the best player in baseball not being an American individual. He can't even speak the language. Are we too comfortable in this country? Are we getting too weak, too soft? Are we too small? You know what I'm saying? It's like Americans really ain't leading in nothing. We just paying to be entertained. We ain't leading in no athletic. We're not hungry no more. Like, ain't nothing wrong with him not speaking American uh, language. To be honest with you, Stephen A., mm, he got to do a lot. He talk a lot. ESPN is overworking him. He's continuously on TV on multiple shows. He, he do for a mistake. Damn, y'all working the man to death. But he did make a mistake. What should have been said is that Americans are weak and we're paying to, to be entertained. That's my, that, that probably would have pissed some Americans off, but it's true. You know what I mean? We ain't wanting to be number one at nothing. We just want to pay to, to view somebody else be number one. We losing the USA basketball. Who's the leaders of all sports? The most entertaining basketball player right now is Luka Doncic. Giannis, uh, whatever his last name is, I can't pronounce it right now. Giannis, he, he balling. Like, the foreigners are leading the country in sports. Uh, just, how are we going to get our hunger back as a country and as a whole? That's what I want to know. But the last album I'm promoting that I want y'all to go check out is my album, The Great. Okay. I like my stacks neat. Bitch petite, a regular drip, unique. Alexander's on the feet, never stress. Life's sweet, don't acknowledge lames. Them niggas weak, I'm in the streets, ride the beat like Nostradamus. I promise to keep it honest, never been modest, my lady. Yeah, the great. Go stream that right now, man. Go stream all three of those albums and enjoy yourself, man. It's a sunny day. Drop your top. Turn your AC on or whatever. Take your ride and listen to some nice music, man. We're making the best music for a black independent company 
my opinion, in the world. So this was the cornerback of my team or the safety of my team, the 49ers, uh, when we went to the Super Bowl two years ago. And he's an older guy. I don't know if he got a contract or if he's on the team right now. But I seen this video last night, and I said, man, let me talk about it. I ain't even really looked at the whole thing because I want to check it out with y'all. I want to communicate with y'all about it. I'm going to add it to the stream, and it's Richard Sermon, man. What's, what's going on, Richard, man? I need officers to my house now. My husband is drunk and blizzard. Stop. Stop. I'm, What's the address? Are there any is, weapons? Stop. We, are there we any, took, we took, to no, me. there's no gun. I'm, I'm saying there are no weapons, ma'am. There are you no, there are no weapons. You need to stop interrupting me so I can get the information I need to get officers expedited. I need officers here now. What's he doing that, that you think he's going to harm he's, himself? He's being, he's, he's being aggressive. He has sent text messages. I took the I took the keys out. They're in your car. He's trying to leave now in the house. He's being aggressive. He's wrestling with my uncle. He's threatening to kill himself. He has sent text messages to people saying he's going to hang himself. He and he's saying that if the police show up, that so please don't shoot is what I'm asking. Okay, wait. Say that again. He has no He says if the police show up, he said if the police show up, that he'll try to fight them. So they okay. need to understand that he is he is. Okay been physical with anybody there you said he's trying to fight yes, your uncle yes it has yes it has how has it been physical that's hard man that's hard when a man or somebody is intoxicated and they're dealing with eternal internal issues it's hard man that's hard to deal with even if it was the uh, the other way around and it was a woman that's hard to deal with because you see what the police are doing to people and they're shooting people. You don't want to get the police involved in whatever, but you want to protect yourself, your family, and your kids. And he's belligerent, and he's talking about harming himself. It's hard to deal with, man. But I'm going to read the statement that Richard Sermon released. And, man, prayers up to Richard Sermon and the family, man. Get well, dog. I understand that situation. I, I have felt like I haven't wanted to live no more. At times, I wasn't happy and dealing with things. I know how to deal with those things now. I'm I'm older than Richard Sherman. So at the end of the day, it's times in life where people aren't happy. You don't know how they're going to feel or they might want to hurt themselves or whatever. But prayers up to Richard Sherman. Real talk. So on this statement, he said, I am deeply remorseful for my actions on Tuesday night. 
I behaved in a manner that I'm not proud of. I have been dealing with some personal challenges of the last several months, but that is not an excuse for how I acted. The importance of mental and emotional health is extremely real, and I vow to get the help I need. I appreciate all of the people who have reached out in support of me and my family, including our community here in Seattle. I'm grateful to have such an amazing wife, family, and support system to lean on during this time. Hey. Prayers to Richard Sherman and the family. May y'all be blessed, man. May y'all continue to be blessed. And I want to send some prayers to another family. A couple of podcasts ago, I said, people are killing people before they die. And I talked about Biz Marquis because a couple of weeks ago, people was proclaiming Biz Marquis' death before he was dead. And by them doing that, it was bother it was bothering me because they're doing that with multiple individuals now, proclaiming that people are dead before they die. And I don't like it at the end of the day, personally, but it ain't about me. And it's about the psychological effect that it has on others because uh, Black Rob, people was proclaiming that he was dead before he was dead. DMX, they was proclaiming he was dead before he was dead. Biz Marquis, multiple individuals. I can go on and on and on. And then you want to celebrate them after they're dead. You don't want to celebrate them while they're alive. Let me down in the flesh. Don't wait till I'm put to rest. We live in a crazy world, y'all. But I appreciate everybody that tuned into the show. Support the sponsors that I'm putting up on the show at the end of the show or the video. Peace, love, plenty of abundance. Enjoy your sunny day out today. Get you some money and we out this thing. Chill. Yeah, yeah. And it makes you stronger. Let's go, fight, Remember that. Yeah, take your best shot, it's not gonna hurt I'm numb to the pain, I'm not on a perk Want me to lay down and ride on the dirt Don't quit your day job, it's not gonna work Name on them checks, not on a shirt I'm gonna get this money, I'm not gonna get murk It's me and my bros, we not the Leverts This ain't what you want, shout out little dirt Got shown the shade, got on the dirt Kept my composure, I'm not gonna get hurt Kept moving forward, not in reverse It's what I deserve, I'm not gonna get jerked If you in a jail, could be in hell Walk out that cell, you gotta go work You in these streets, after you eat Don't think it's sweet, it's not a dessert Life is a bitch and she not gonna flirt Can't make it rain and she not gonna twerk it Told me to grind, I got the alert I hit up my Migo and got me some work And now life is a chick who look hot in a skirt One who stayed down and then got all the perks Beautiful face, body berserk And hating ass bitches is not in my cert Boo, boo A voice keep telling me be cool Don't give them more than two lines Niggas is not your equal I know they gonna come after you But niggas is not your sequel I told them I already know that the Trevor Jackson Podcast.